Welcome to the Mala Movement Podcast. Each episode we share our experience and research on all things natural living, holistic health and mindful being. We are so grateful that you're hanging out with us. Let's dive on in. Yo, yo, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Marla Movement Podcast. This is episode number 22. I know it's been a couple of weeks, maybe close to a month, um, but we've been I've been hard at it on the van build. And Laura, how have you been? Yeah, well, I've been trying to take the reins. I've done the last three episodes solo, yeah. but it was good to just like do some solo episodes. I do enjoy that, but it's nice to... I finally got Mark. I've been waiting, just yes. like putting up, like, do I just do another solo one? But I'm like... Because the next one that I'm going to do is like a, a podcast series of three different episodes, probably likely will be solo. Something to look forward to, yes. So I really wanted to get Mark in for a double episode yep. just before I dive into that. So I've got him because we're at the end <laughs> of the van build. But um, yeah, I do want to just introduce today's topic before I give you a van update because I know you're all looking forward to that. So today we're both going to be chatting about self-awareness because everything starts with awareness and taking action towards your goals and what it actually takes to reach your goals. Yeah. So first van update because I know you've all been waiting for it. Yes. We are leaving tomorrow. Woo! Up top actually happens to be our five-year anniversary yeah everything's aligning for us like we've uh we've tried to squeeze and push this one out it's almost like we get i'm giving birth to well we're giving birth to this bloody van that's why we call it little little mala i I call that our little baby but um yeah it's taken that long but yeah how's the how's the alignment for our five-year anniversary starts tomorrow and we're actually heading off on our adventure as of tomorrow tools down as of i'd probably say a couple of minutes before we head off because usually yeah. it's like last minute preparation but tool down uh tomorrow morning and then we're pretty much packed ready to hit the road yeah and we pretty much we went on our first little adventure in it uh, like six months to the date of when we started as well so that's another timing alignment when we yeah. went camping with the family yeah we, it was like six months and we got to fully enjoy it and now we're just having some downtime with my mom hanging out with her before we head off and we're literally just adding fluff to the van now yeah Yeah, that's what mark's been calling it he's like i love it you add all your little fluffy touches so we've just been doing that and just sort of being in it full time and just figuring out what are those final little things that we want done just to make life easier on the road so they're really just added things we don't need to do them but it's just nice to have so we're just using this time to get that done yeah, yeah. So it hasn't been a full solid eight hours of just um, working on the van. It has been probably like, yeah, probably half of that, maybe. And it's, it's, we're sort of plotting along, so it's not um, not heavy lifting at the moment where, you know, what I'd probably say if you told me it was going to take six months to build this van, I would laugh because in my head, it, it always builds a lot faster. So I think, yeah, three months, we'll, we'll smash it out. Um, but especially when you're having to learn things on the go and you started, you haven't, and you had lockdowns and all these things that sort of like uh, somewhat uh, impede the, the build, um, which is all part of the, the process. So I, I love waking up in the van. And I was just telling Laura the other day because we were out camping down at Nug Nug um, near Buffalo Lake, which is a beautiful place and so enchanted. But it was like you wake up in the morning, it's like you don't know where you are. 
as in you wake up, you're in bed, you're in the van, you're like, shit, where are we? We don't know. And then you have to look out the curtain, you're like, oh, that's it, we're camping. Or we might be parked at someone's farm or we might be up in New South Wales and everything's constantly different. It's like you're in a time warp. I don't know, it's Mm. strange. And when we were even like eating on the way up to camping from Cranbourne, so we had like a roadside stop two hours in. Yeah. And we just like closed all the curtains and had a little snack and we just felt so cocooned. It's like... Oh, we're on the side of the road, but we just feel so, like, private. Yeah, safe, you've got security, and you've got everything here that you really need that a home has. I mean, it may not have the... Space. The (laughs) double garage, or... There is a fly in here, and it's... Yeah, yeah, anyways, but, um, yeah. Like, we were actually recording in the van. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, so you take it as it comes. Um, But, yeah, so the the van build and the van life and the journey that we're going, uh, stepping into or driving into... Uh, has been a, a long one, but that's where the podcast episode we're going to be talking about today is the self-awareness, taking action and working towards your goal because this commitment or this, this I guess, this goal that we wanted to achieve together first has to be you've got to have that vision and you've got to go all in. Otherwise, halfway through the build, you can't just... I don't think you can just eject. I, I can call it quits and just, you know, there were times where I was just pissed off and things weren't working out and it was just too hard. And I could have get, no, stuff it. Let's 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 just... Uh, settle. Yeah, let's settle. And so, you know, let's start off with the conversation of self-awareness because I think that's a huge topic, but a huge, I guess, understanding we all need to come to because how do we know that we suck at at what we're doing in life you know and it could be whether it's our nutrition that that sucks or that we lack physical exercise or movement that sucks or our job or even just even just embracing the suck like a lot of us are afraid to to look dumb or even Mm. just fail and so self-awareness is a is a big component to that to know that we all suck at something, and it's good that we 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 were we're exposed to it because then that's where the beginning starts. I feel, anyways. Everyone sucks before they're great at something. That's yeah. the thing. Like you got to embrace that suck. Yeah. What's the What's the saying? It's like. Um, oh my god! The flies landing on my mic. <laughs> do you hear that? Yeah, it's legit. It's it's. <laughs> this is It's real. not oh an artificial god. fly. Yeah, there's a famous quote that goes, "You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to become great." I think that's a great starting point. <laughs> I mean, a lot of greats in there, but a, lot of, a great starting point for a lot of people is you've actually got to begin. Like it's, it's that's the that's the first step, and mm. acknowledging it, and and working towards that. So so let's let's go into the unpack that unpack the self awareness, which we have a four stage personal rendition process of how we go from someone that is so unconscious, doesn't know where they are in life or what uh, what's of value to someone who reaches mastery. And this is the, I'd say it's the spectrum from the far left to the, to the going towards the light or going towards your alignment and your true being and where you actually, what you want to achieve and accomplish in life. Yeah, okay. like to reaching your goals. Yeah. All right. So stage one, do you want to riff it off, Laura? What have we got? Yeah. So stage one, it starts with unconsciousness. So you don't know what you don't know. You don't know shit. <laughs> it's not that. Just sometimes it needs to be pointed out to you. And an example I can give is, when you're in the supermarket and you're looking at all the food that's available, it's all sold as food. So a lot of us don't question whether it's actually the best fuel for our body. Yeah. Because it's sold as food. You don't really question, oh, 
it's not bad for me. But now there is bringing more that awareness. Like there's so much more awareness. Like around. the even the products have like on the packaging gluten free, vegan free, like sugar free, vegan free, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> dairy free, <laughs> dairy free. I mean, there are all these free things, but you've got to also wonder like hormone free, whatnot in the meats. But then you got to go, well, what was in the what is still in some of the the products they're selling that isn't that or isn't uh, organic? You know what I mean? Like. This the is where the yeah the conventional stuff. So this is where it's giving consciousness or bring it to light. And another example would be something like why people don't reach or achieve the goals that they set out to be. Right. So we might not have the conscious or the awareness that we are self sabotaging ourselves. So we're actually unconscious of this. And so it, it you know have you ever been in that position before? Yeah, or I have unconscious limiting beliefs of not being good enough, not being worthy enough, like all these things that hint like self-sabotage me. So I'd be like unconsciously blocking myself from receiving or whatever it might be. Even in cases when in the past I've found myself emotionally eating, it's done in such autopilot that you don't even realize why you're eating. You're just sort of going to the fridge and you don't realize what that trigger is. It's done completely unconsciously. So they're just a few examples just to get your brain sort of understanding what that stage sort of might look like. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that and they're probably aware, getting aware now. Like they're going from unconscious, which brings us up to the second stage, which is a stage of awareness. We now are aware and we're conscious, so stage of consciousness, we're now aware of, of what we're doing. So that's, that's a big, big, I guess, uh, wake-up call for a lot of people. So especially and we can relate it to say let's just say fitness for example we we can we can do a deadlift or we can do a bench press but until we're we're conscious of what we're actually doing like and then almost the mirror tells you if you are doing it correctly or, or incorrectly in some ways because that's mirroring image so you can get someone that has really poor mechanics and they do a deadlift and their back's bent their knees are buckling but it's like you don't know that you're doing it wrong until the mirror goes whoa that's actually me doing that. Holy crap. And then, and that's where I think a lot of people get that self-reflection. Mm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. So you can become aware through yourself. Yeah. So from observing yourself, yep. which is a really important thing, or you might become aware from a coach or someone that's supporting you, pointing it out to you or bringing it to your awareness. So you might work with a naturopath and they might say those foods aren't the best for your body and this is why. So now you're aware. You They might educate you around how to read food labels so you're aware of what you're actually buying or you actually might become aware of the fact that you're emotionally eating and you might start to catch yourself while you're doing it now. Yeah. Instead of doing it unconsciously, you're aware that you're doing it because you are given a space to talk about it, mm -hmm. to open up about it, reflect. Mm -hmm on what you're doing yeah. and just digging into the that sort of why or what's happening, what's going on. So stage of awareness and being that observer or inviting someone else in to reflect back to you what's been going on or what might be happening is really valuable. Yeah, yeah, and, and that can go a long way. So stage of, uh, was it, unconscious to being a stage of awareness and so then you can then self-reflect like Laura was saying, or you can get a coach and or someone else, a teacher to guide you and, and, and get you on that path, which brings us up to the, the third stage, which is stage of practice. So this is where 
a lot of people they know they're not the best at it, but they want to get better. And I think that's the, that's the that's the first step is the the acknowledgement of that you want to get better, you want to develop yourself, you want to evolve, you want to go to the next level, you want to really take it to new heights. And so you take up the practice, and the practice can be somewhat a discipline. It can be a method. It can be a technique. It could be hiring out a coach to then guide you to where your goals really lie as opposed to just randomly just shooting random um, actions everywhere and expecting something to work because the self, you might not have the awareness or the self-reflection and the coach has probably already been there, done that, and can then guide you and give you the stepping stones that you need to get to where you need to get to. And I think that's the powerful thing about that. What do you think about the practice, stage of practice? And I think this is, for me, the practice is the, the most exciting part Right, like if I turn it back into, say for example, the the van build, there's some things in the van that I haven't built ever in my life before, and the skill sets um, that I may have as a carpenter isn't isn't all the skill sets that I that I required to actually build the van, but I learned along the way, YouTube clips, whatnot. Um, and the, it was all about the self-awareness and the practice. Like every day I just had to work out at work out and I got better and better at these cabinets and it ended up being more, I ended up being more efficient building it. And if I were to do another van just like this one, it would probably take me less than you know half the time than, than it took me to, to build it. So I think the practice, you got to put in the practice and the effort. Yeah, practice equals progress. Oh, yeah. I like so that. it's you got to put in that work and it's that daily practice. It's not just like you eat a salad and you're healthy for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. Does not work at yes. all. Or go to the gym once and you're fucking fit as. And <laughs> like, you're jacked. You're shredded. It just no. doesn't work like that. It's those little practices, daily practices every single day. And through that process, it might be a combination of breaking habits or rewiring habits. Mm. So I know a lot of people, especially people that I work with, they are so aware of what they might be doing so they know what they should be eating or what food is best for them and they know those self-sabotaging things that go through their head and those limiting beliefs they're aware yeah of what they can be doing but they're not practicing it and there's a reason yeah, why yeah, yeah. right so that's where that support can help yeah. to actually keep you staying on track and dig deeper into why you're actually not taking action because i know so many people know what to do Oh, 100%. Everyone's like, yeah, Everyone I know knows. I shouldn't be eating that. Oh, I know sure I should exercise. Oh, I'm so unfit. Oh, I need to, I need to leave my job. Like, it I, I, yeah. it goes around in circles, but no one's fucking taking accountability. No one's taking action. And, and they're left spinning in circles and exhausted. They're on the hamster wheel going, chasing, um, you know, and accumulating. And I think that I see it too, way too often in the building industry, and I'm sure you see it in the fitness industry or the health industry, um, we both see it, and I'm not saying that that don't fall victim. I'm not trying to put the blame on you guys and say, you know, I, I still stuff up here and there, but I'm I'm conscious. Or Laura pulls me up, and it's great having a partner that can that can also help with accountability. And you're on the same path, so we all we both keep pushing each other, and we're surrounded by the right people as well that help us grow, and we want to bring ourselves up to their level as well. So that's also part of the environment, um, which is a huge landscape that we can definitely dig into but uh we'll unpack that for another day i think i actually did dig into that a little bit on another solo oh did you okay all right but um yes i agree with what you're saying and it's it's not to make you feel bad about like that you're not taking action it's understandable that you have that resistance because it's something new it's 
a new action, it requires that a lot more effort because yeah. when you do things by default, you don't have to think about it. Just like driving a car, you don't have to think about driving a car. You just do it because it's automatic now. So when you're integrating new practices and trying to change into a new version of yourself mm. or transform into a new version of yourself, it does take practice, but it also takes getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And, then, and uh, I understand there might be resistance to that. So you are not wrong for feeling that resistance. I yeah. want you to understand that and know that there is nothing wrong with you. It's completely normal and natural, though bringing in support to help you move through that or getting someone, a friend, a supportive family family member, if you have that yeah. in your life, on board to help support you. Yeah, and like I was just thinking as you were, as you were uh, speaking about that, and it spoke to me how we like me and you, like my past my past life or past experience, and say over a decade, I was that skinny skateboarder punk dude that would eat McDonald's religiously, and I, every Friday Saturday night I'd binge drink, and I'd just get wasted. And I did that for many years. And so I come from that background and, and just eating a lot of junk food to now it's like, you know, organic, like I, I, I move well, I look after myself and I'm, and I still have a beer every now and then. Like I'm not, it's not to say that you can't have all these indulgences, but you gotta be, gotta be understanding and conscious and then do the practice uh, that gets you the progress that Laura is talking about. And I, I'd probably throw another P in there. Patience. Patience is a huge one. Cause Ooh, yeah. Because what we, like Laura was saying before, is, you know, we go to the gym, we expect the results the next day. It doesn't work like that. Success is built, you know, five, ten plus years in the making, and it's all compounded growth. It's like compounded interest. You put an investment in, it's like your superannuation. You put a, you know, 5% or 10% or even 15% away every every paycheck, but you don't see that until you're third, and then all of a sudden, wow, I've got like, you know, almost a million dollars or whatever it is in there. And that's compounding over time. So our education, our experience, our practice, constant pursuit of not perfection, practice and progress and patience, that gets us to where we want to get to. And so it may not be perfection because that's that's a it's a what's that? It's it's an illusion, really. It's an illusion. People think we we're perfect. We're not perfect. We've got our our, our, uh, our stumbling blocks and whatnot, but we're using those stumbling blocks as stepping stones to get to where we need to get to, which is the th- the fourth. Oh, what you want to jump in that? I, I want to yeah go yeah, for it. Yeah, I just want to add that that transitional phase yeah. does feel awkward at times, especially when like you're trying something new, you're going to the gym for the first time, you're cooking different meals, you're buying different things, you're yeah hanging out with different people or surrounding yourself with different like it can feel awkward and weird at times because it is different so don't be afraid of the awkward and i guess what i'm trying to say is embrace it and embrace that it takes time also just to piggyback off that i want to add that friction creates growth so when you do hard things like going to the gym right you're sculpting your body you're doing like you're lifting hard things it hurts your muscles ache Mm. but then you grow through it yeah so don't be afraid of those like friction moments or those tougher things you might have to do yeah not that it has to always be like personally i don't go to the gym anymore and pump weights it's just not something i do at this phase in my life but that's just an example of how that works that friction it's just like when tough time tough times hit it's a lot of friction and stress in the moment but that helps you grow into the next version of yourself 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just it reminded me of that that quote. Like, if you do what is easy, life will be hard. If you do what is hard, life will become easy. Mm. And it's sort of like that's the the whole de- the development side that we're not focusing on. And so, if you can do that now, then your life will become easier. Like you're doing the hard stuff now, so then your life will be easier later on. But it actually, I find like the the more challenge that I go through, the more exciting life becomes because it becomes more of this. I'm actually living life. I'm being in the moment and I'm pursuing my happiness and I'm not subordinating myself or submitting to what everyone else is doing. I'm not saying that's it's a wrong life, but it's it's a life that I don't want to be living. I'm not I don't want to live on the terms of my mum or my dad or whatever society wants me to be. I'm living on terms of, of how I want to develop myself and where I want to go. And so as long as you're conscious and you're aware of that and you're taking the practice, which leads us to our fourth and final stage which is stage of mastery. Mastery, the ten thousand hour rule. I'd probably say not ten thousand. I'd probably say hundred thousand plus hour rule. Like it's it's a never ending art form, and it's a never ending pursuit. And it's not to perfection, but it's to greatness and mastery. Yeah, and it's that like constant showing up for yourself. Like you're choosing day after day, moment to moment, to show up for yourself. Yeah. And things like. It starts out that you have to try build this habit of changing how you eat or changing how you think and becoming aware and doing all these new things mm. where now for myself and yourself, for example, meal prep is just something we do yeah. on autopilot. Our morning routine is just something we do. Drinking more water is just something we do. Spending time in nature, connecting with others, connecting with each other. Like These are just simple things that we do every single day as a form mm. of showing up for ourselves but it just it's our new autopilot yeah living healthily that is a picture for us living healthy for us it's all autopilot now yeah and we enjoy it and that's the thing like you might some some people might be listening to this and they go well i don't enjoy eating broccoli laura all right <laughs> i'm not going to eat my snow peas and my cabbage and my lettuce but it's like it does. It may. You got to find your own entry point, and it could be something like, um, I, I, I want to eat more vegetables. Hang on, I might just add the add some sauce to the vegetables, and then at least I'm simmering and cooking that, and it's, it's more ap- appetizing, right? Appetible. Um, is that even a word? Appetable. It can be. Okay. All right. I don't know. Um, appetitable. Right. But that that becomes your entry point and it's not to say you have to start straight away into like biodynamic organic you know foods that uh, are grown locally in region like that's next level so you might just start small but then slowly be conscious and aware of what uh, who you're supporting and what you're eating and then eventually it becomes a constant practice and you eventually master it over time so you don't have to think about it anymore guys and that's the beautiful thing it becomes muscle memory and it's not that you can't have say non-organic vegetables or junk food it's to say that hang on i've i've parted ways with that and i'm more conscious and i actually enjoy eating healthy food because it pays dividends it comes back and it regenerates my body my tissues my cells my cartilage my joints i wake up clearer fresher i'm more productive I show up you know, in the moment. And I think that's the complete difference to what people aren't understanding is they don't know that feeling because they're still unconscious. Yeah, or they haven't experienced what it feels like to... That's why I, eventually I'd love to run retreats where it's like 
you get fed the most amazing foods, we're yeah. meditating, we're connecting with each other, we're doing transformational work like breath work, meditation, EFT, mm -hmm. like all these juicy things. Movement. Connecting, yeah, movement, yeah. moving the body, getting into the body, connecting with nature, like all these things. Like I would love for everyone just to experience that so they know what it's like to be on the other side. And sometimes it's a matter of getting out of your stale environment that's triggering you to do the same old things over and over. Yeah. So anyway, that was just a side tangent of eventually what I'd love to do. You're taking me there. Come on, <laughs> keep going, keep going. Um, but yeah, I just also want to add that you don't have to be an absolutist or perfection. Like you don't have to aim for per perfection with yeah. this. Yeah, it's, not at all. It becomes more intuitive. So Mark and I, we are not absolutists in how we move, think, like eat, any of it. We still enjoy time with family and friends mm. we have time off we eat what we want like we went out to a cafe today like we ate whatever we wanted like chose what we wanted it's more what we're doing the 80 percent of the time that's actually giving us that massive payoff yeah and 20 percent of the time it's just like you sort of do it more intuitively like but, if yeah. you think soul food is going to be fulfilling to you and your soul and you're not doing it from autopilot you're not doing it from a place of I need this chocolate to suppress what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Or I'm stressed, I need this sweet. Or I just need this, like, I'm craving comfort, so I'm going to eat that pasta. Like, it's not reacting. I'm not reacting and eating, or I'm not reacting to exercise. Like, oh, I feel shit in my body, so I'm going to flog myself in the gym. It's not a reaction mode anyway anymore. It's consciously choosing yeah yeah you're you're not reacting you're reflecting you're responding and then that you know that those uh those actions that you're taking is, is uh, uh, towards your highest values and contribution that you want to be making within your life and i think that's where when you when you understand what your values are and what value what what's the highest values that are on your list and what contribution contribution you want to be making i think those are like that's meaning. That's really going into deep, like it's deep layers to why you get up in the morning, why you do what you do. And so if we can, you know, and this is why it's really important, I find, to get a coach or get or, or, or develop or read a book that's in alignment with that or do a workshop because that's all part of the compound and growth that we're talking about towards mastery and towards creating your, creating your own artless form. Absolutely. So mastery, like, it's not to say that we're in a state of mastery now, though I do believe that all the effort that I've put in over the years has become more of a supportive, nurturing, autopilot habit Yeah. that supports my highest values and what I want to achieve and fuel my body and how I want to live. So it definitely becomes more autopilot, but it is that constant mastery of self, mastery of your life, creating your life. And it's a daily practice. So it, then it nearly goes back to constantly practicing, constantly practicing awareness and realizing when you're being unconscious. That's why it's I still hire coaches to help me and support me mm. because they reflect things that I may not be aware of yet. Yeah, totally. Or I'm constantly learning and rolling into a new workshop, taking a class. Like I'm on that journey constantly because I know there is no end. Yeah, like like you can you can be a specialist, like specialize in one field, and that's great. But you still need to know the foundations, and I think people are bypassing all these foundations. So, for example, and I, I see this quite often is 
you can you can get injured and then go to the physio and they'll fix the injury but you're still going back into i guess the environment that put you there in the first place so it's like why are you still banging your hand on the door when you can remove the door and so these are all of the blockages and the hurdles and impediments that we're all facing and this is where the consciousness or the the awareness and the practice and then towards the pursuit of mastery comes in and you don't have to be a specialist to be a you know what i mean like you don't have to be i think the saying goes you're either a master of one or you're you are a jack of all trades i'd rather be a jack of all trades because you're really that's the holistic philosophy is like your your understanding but you have this better awareness of all the things that are happening and and there are so many foundations that we've got to work on so if all you do is just work on food but you don't get much movement or exercise during the day then or walking like no one's walking these days we're, we're driving in our cars and then we go from our sit-down car to our sit-down office to our sit-down home and then we try where, where's the walking oh no i'll fit a 45 minute workout in so that offsets a lot of the all the sitting that i'll be no life does not work like that life is dynamic so we've got to keep ourselves constantly walking and doing a lot more other movements but then again, that's another topic that I'll touch base. Yes, that is definitely track. another topic. But I do like what you said, um, that it's not just all about food. And that's something that I speak to a lot, that it's not just food. It's not just movement. It is environment. It is your mindset. It is your beliefs. It is your relationships, like everything. So many things compile on top of each other that make up your whole life. Yeah. That make up you. It's not just food and movement. They are two important pieces, don't get me wrong, but there is so much more to it. And I've shared the story many times where I had my diet and my exercise all dialed in, but my mindset and mental health was not great. Mm. Not great at all. I was depressed, miserable, had an eating disorder. Like I was actually taking the diet and exercise to the extreme, which I see happen so much with women sometimes in men, but I work more with women, so I see that more so. So those are things to, I guess, consider and ponder. And yeah, I guess give more attention to those other areas that you may not be even aware of right now, but you may be now. Yeah. Because I just mentioned some. <laughs> but like, it's really just, um, it's just for us as well. Like it, it's it's so good to even just reflect on our journey and go, wow, we were, we had no bloody idea when we started no bloody idea and that's where we're all going to start until um we get that awareness so yeah how, how how do you feel about that laura yeah yeah i think we covered a lot there and i think we unpacked a lot uh one last thing i do want to share is just on the topic of commitment so like that self-commitment oh, yeah. to yeah. actually show up for that and putting yourself in the ring because I know a lot of people read books and might become aware, but it's, what's that Bruce Lee quote? It goes like, knowing is not enough, we must apply. Willing is not enough, we must do. So people can have the, the knowledge, but they're not applying that knowledge. And then people can have the willpower, but the not... Willingness. Willing, yeah, but they're willing to do it, but they're not going to, they're not actually taking any action or doing the, doing the effort or the work. So... That's and I'm glad you you mentioned that 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 quote because I've had that quote up on my wall since I was 19 and I obviously when we um, packed up the house I ended up gifting or hand me handing that down to my younger brother so he's got now that up in his music studio which is really cool because yeah that's it's 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 just a cherished memory but such an amazing and profound quote 
uh, by a man that you know one of my teachers that I've I've followed over the years, and he's also one of those uh, eclectic and holistic, I guess, teacher. Like he's a student, but he's also a teacher. He was an actor, a philosopher. He was a martial artist. He was a dancer. He was so many things. A father. Like we think we are just the one ent- the one person or the one thing that we're good at. It's like you're playing that same keynote. It's like no, play all the keys. Play everything in life. Play as much as you can because that is really where the beauty and the, the 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 I guess the inner fire lies. And I think we need to awaken that back up, and then just hit the ground running and go fall, go trip over. It's okay. Be messy. Be messy, but then eventually, instead of hitting the concrete very hard and slamming, you're gonna roll out of it, right? So you're gonna roll out of it, and then it becomes more of a you're bouncing rather than breaking. Build some resilience. Yeah, absolutely. And just when you're, I guess, contemplating, because I know a lot of people get stuck in the thinking, like, should I, shouldn't I, what should I do? And get stuck in that decision fatigue. It's just like, when you make, I, I get decision fatigue when I'm like trying to you're make... You're fatiguing right now. I know. Are you okay? <laughs> but honestly, really you're choosing every single time. So not deciding is a decision. Staying on the fence is a decision. It's like, what are you choosing? Are you choosing to stay stay stuck in your current circumstances, whatever they may be, or are you actually going to decide on what you want so and commit to it and follow through with that? Because staying stuck is a choice, and every time you choose to stay stuck, you're saying either yes to staying comfortable and no to your actual goal. Yeah. Which, which you feel emotionally drained or energetically drained further down the, the track. Like, I've been in that, that mode where it's like, I haven't made that decision, I'm indecisive. Uh, days, months go by, I'm like still thinking about that decision. I'm like, had I have done it, I'd already be like a month probably failing, but then there's so many lessons learned in that which would have got me to a better state or a better, um, yeah, energetically, but also emotionally and, and uh, physically, so... Yeah, absolutely. Like future pace yourself. Like what would be possible or available to you if you actually decided to commit to yourself, to commit to your goals and take that first step? Yeah. Mm. What would be possible? Where would you be in a month's time, a year's time, five years time? Because I know people will always say like a year later, why the fuck didn't I just take that leap? Why didn't I leave my job sooner? Why didn't I really leave that relationship sooner? Why didn't I start looking after my health sooner so i really just want to ask you this question and then we'll finish it off what is not making a decision costing you i'm gonna leave you with that have a beautiful week and we will chat to you in the next episode bye take care everyone Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. We hope you loved this episode. And if you did, make sure you hit subscribe and leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcast with your favorite takeaway from this episode, because that way we know what you're loving. And it also helps share this podcast with new people and get it into new people's ears and share the message. We would really, really value your support in that because that just really helps keep the podcast growing and allows us to keep on showing up in this way for you. Another way you can share the love is just simply sending this episode to someone you think would benefit or even just taking a screenshot and sharing it on your Insta stories and tagging us. We'd love to see that you're tuning in and get to know you over on the gram. So we'd love to see that. Again, thank you so much for hanging out and we'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye.